Welcome to the Professional Website Investor Podcast, the show where we talk about what it takes to successfully buy, operate, scale, and sell a thriving e-commerce business. When it comes to doing business online, we believe that buying an existing website is far superior to building one from scratch. So if you're a career professional who's looking to become an e-commerce store owner, listening to this show will give you the knowledge, tools, and community support you need to be successful. I'm your host, Ryan Cowden, and this week we're joined by Ian Bond from ProfessionalWebsiteInvestors.com. In this episode of the Professional Website Investor Podcast, Ian and I discuss what it takes to transition from being an employee to being an entrepreneur. For people who invest in e-commerce websites, this tends to not be their first job. We all bring our own experiences and insights into the e-commerce world. Whether it's sales, data analytics, or other experience working in similar industries, we all have strengths we can draw on. Whether you do this full-time or part-time, you are now working outside the supports and constraints of a traditional office environment. This brings its own set of blessings and challenges. Today, we take some time to reflect on some of the biggest changes you should prepare for as you move into this field. On this episode, you'll hear the biggest transition you'll make when you work for yourself rather than for a company. Rather than focusing on skills, the biggest thing you will need to change is your mindset. One that focuses on staying in the game and accepts that failure will be part of the journey. Next, you'll hear some strengths and skills you can bring from the corporate world. People skills, performance reviews, strategic thinking. These are all things you learn how to do in the corporate environment that can keep you afloat in your new career. Then you'll hear why you shouldn't be concerned with following your passions. Rather than focusing on your passions, find out how you can solve a problem for someone. After that, we'll discuss how to think about failure. Failure is a normal part of life, especially as an entrepreneur. Your focus should be on learning lessons without sinking your ship. And finally, we'll discuss how you can set up support networks for protection and community. Support networks can be informally arranged between peers, or you can pay people to be your mentor and coach. You're not alone on this journey, and there are a lot of people out there who can help. If you're looking for ways to successfully transition from a corporate life to an entrepreneurial one, then this is one episode you won't want to miss. There's a lot of actionable advice in this episode, so grab something to write with because you're going to want to take notes. As always, I'll be back on the other side to wrap up any loose ends. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Ian Bond. Ian, welcome back to the program. It's great to see you. Hey, Ryan. It's great to be back and looking forward to today's episode. Yeah, me too. We've got a really fun topic today um, and and one that I think that's relevant to to your story and, and to a lot of people. Um, who probably follow this podcast, uh, which is shifting from the structured corporate environment to kind of going out on your own and, and becoming an entrepreneur, which is you know part of your story and part of your journey. Um, so I kind of thought we'd start off big picture and just ask you, you know, what was the biggest shift that that you had to make when you shifted to to becoming more of an entrepreneur? Look, uh, it's something I probably talk to people, if not daily, about certainly weekly. And it's a huge topic. And unfortunately, I think it afflicts us older people more than it does uh, people younger, like your age, or people, people that, uh, uh, you know, are later in their career rather than earlier in their career. And, you know, it's kind of the cocoon of being in a big corporate world or being in a, in a career and, having had a string of successes and the entrepreneur's life is a series of uh, abject failures 
punctuated with an occasional success. Okay. And so it's a very different trade-off on a daily basis. Now, I go back, you know, we bought our first site in the fall of 2015. And, you know, basically 2016, we failed every day. And it was, you know, humiliating. And, you know, we literally, and I've said this before to you, Ryan, we adopted the mindset that if it didn't sink us, if it didn't put us out of business, you know, we live to fight another day. And, you know, there are all kinds of, um, there's all kinds of literature out there. Tropical MBA has got a wonderful article about the thousand day rule where, you know, you have to do something a thousand days before you can really feel that you're, you know, kind of on, on top of it. And the reality, I don't know what the number is, but the reality is that, you know, anything in life takes some trial and error, you know. It's just that, you know, when we learned to ride bikes and we were unafraid of riding bikes, or even before that, when we learned to walk, we didn't know any better. And, you know, by the time you get to be in your 40s or your 50s, or my case, your 60s, you know, you know, you don't, uh, you know, you don't have that perspective. You know, in baseball, a 300 uh, hitter is in the Hall of Fame. In the corporate world, you know, you're fired. <laughs> so, yeah, right, right. Um, so, so for someone like you, and, I, and I've heard you mention things that you talk about that, that you have strengths in, um, and, and I was wondering what you thought maybe, what, what kind of things do you learn in the corporate world that will set you up for success as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so the, the, that's an excellent question. And, you know, I try to talk about this as often as I possibly can, you know, if you have the ability to look at, you know, what it is that you do and that you do well and emphasize that and build a, a you know, um, a team around you or at least resources around you that can help you uh, on the things that you don't do well and that you can offload those things to them, that's, that's where you get your success. So, you know, I have, I, you know, started my career in sales. And so I'm very comfortable having uh, conversations with strange people that don't know me and I'm not, you know, shy and retiring. And on the one hand, and I have managed, you know, fairly large businesses. So I have a, and, and led strategy and transformation and stuff like that. Okay. And I am far less technically minded and, um, you know, and I have a high level of uh, what I would call you know, creative ability and what my wife would call uh, AD, ADD, you know. <laughs> so, no, no, I just yeah. don't, I don't, I'm not as good at following up on details. My wife is more of a linear thinker and, and you know, I'm all over the place and I'm on to the next thing already yeah. and all, all jazzed up with the, with the new idea and I didn't follow up on the last thing. And so, you know, fortunately, her strength is follow up and, 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 you know, she'll, you know, look at me every so often and say, Hey, you know, we need to slow down yeah, and, right. and, you know, fi finish on that other little, you know, trial that we had going. Right. And so I think, I think for, for someone that, you know, is, is honest with themselves. And I think, you know, one of the strengths of being in the corporate world is you get these performance appraisals every year, you know, and, you know, you know, I probably for the last three dozen years, you, you could have 
put in a very tight cluster what my weaknesses are. I mean, you know, they are what they are. And, and, you know, don't work on your weaknesses, figure out how to, how to, how to uh, offload stuff that requires that to, to other people. Yeah. Right. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to hit just kind of real quickly is you talk a lot about, as you set up your, your companies, like having a set of standard operating procedures. <laughs> yeah. And I was wondering, that sounds like something that you maybe have picked up from the corporate world as well. Yeah. No, no question that, you know, um, that the, you know, the, the, the way, you know, and this is going to, you know, will dovetail into another topic that I don't want to talk about. Yeah. But, you know, one of the ways to, uh, you know, certainly one of the ways, the only way to scale a business is to have a, you know, a uh, set of uh, processes and standard operating procedures that everybody follows. And then, you know, you know, that allows us to sleep at night while our business runs. And it also allows us to hire new people into our business and then we don't have to retrain them. So, you know, that's, you know, that's mission critical. The other thing, you know, quite frankly, is, you know, you don't have to solve this paradigm of, do I have to do something I'm passionate about? Right. Yeah. And, you know, the reality is that, you know, we're at professional website investors, we're talking to people about investing in revenue producing websites. And some of the websites, you know, may not be things that could be incredibly lucrative, may not be areas that you're particularly passionate about. Mm. But I would I would posit to you that if you're making five hundred or a thousand dollars a month on a daily basis, you can become quite positive passionate about the outcome and you know you have you know that will fund a lot of free time to go you know uh potentially explore things that might not ever produce any revenue so you know you can you can you can use money to earn time freedom and location freedom and freedom to go explore these things um by by you know, excelling in areas that are fairly mundane. And one of the ways to do that is to set up structures that have um, uh, processes and procedures in place where you don't have to be involved in the nuts and bolts of it every day. And and you certainly don't have to do the stuff you don't like to do. Right, right. Well, you hit on a really interesting topic that I hear get debated a lot about in kind of the leadership entrepreneurial world. which is, should you follow your passions, you know? And um, there's a lot of people who, you know, I think you hear these motivational speakers and they say, you know, if you're not happy with your dream job, you need to, you need to or if you're not happy with your day job, you need to go out and, and chase your passions and you only have one life to live and, you know, find something that you're passionate about doing that helps you hop out of bed in the morning. Um, and, and you seem to be pushing back a little bit uh, yeah, that's that, that's you know. Can we say that's total crap? I mean, I mean, you know, this, you know, this is not Joe Rogan. Yeah, but you know, yeah. but I, you know, I would tell you that, and I, you know, worked in a corporate environment for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and I think that you know, probably everybody from the CEO down to the the office boy, you know, seventy percent of their job they like, and thirty percent of their job they don't like. And, you know, uh, you know, the idea is to capitalize on the things that you do like, uh, surround yourself with people that compliment you, that you enjoy working with and, and that, you, you know, that do make it fun. 
you know, try to offload to people that are better than you, things that you, that, that, that you're not good at. Now, you know, that's certainly true in the, in the, in the, in the, um, in the corporate world. You know, and if you look at, you know, if I just look at my entrepreneurial experience, working with my wife, which has its own challenges and it has some, certainly has huge benefits. But, you know, where we've had tension, Ryan, in our relationship as entrepreneurs, as partners, is where, where, um, you know, either I'm running too far ahead or I'm forcing her to do something that's outside our comfort zone. But by and large, it's been solved by us, you know, kind of solving, uh, 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 you know, and we've kind of adopted this who, not how, you know, or, you know, you know, instead of saying, how do we do this? Who can we get to do this? Um, that'll do it better than either of us can do it. You know, um, if I task her with something and her plate is full, she becomes frustrated. Yeah. Tomorrow I task her with yet another thing and now she's doubly and then, you know, it's triply and quadruply. Okay. And so the idea is, well, you know, you know, if it's a priority, who do we find to do it for us? You know, and, and, you know, let's continue to do the things and in the hierarchy that are really important and 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 focus on those things like a laser and um to the extent that something bubbles up that's important that needs to be done maybe there's somebody better than us to do it mm, okay yeah so so you i think you hinted at this a little bit earlier about focusing on solving problems uh, would you say that that's yeah that's the antidote to follow your passion is yeah yeah look the, the this I, it's easily the single biggest you know, kind of mistake people make, right? Okay. Is they, 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 uh, you know, they dream up some new approach to something that's unproven and they consider that to be a business plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the, I'm of the opinion that, look, we have proven businesses that you can buy. And, you know, maybe you want to try to experiment to tweak some of these businesses. But to start a business de novo, we all know that 90% of them fail, uh, you know, in the first five years. Online businesses, it might even be far higher than that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're not solving a problem and if you're focusing instead on some strength you have or some prejudice you believe or some worldview that you believe, you're doomed. You're destined to, to you know, uh, you know, be spanked and sent home. It's yeah. not going to work out well. I mean, you you got to figure out what problem it is you're solving for people, and 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 you know, go from there. That's that's your that's your point. Uh, you know, there are are you know, we can sit here and spend hours now talking about things that are passionate, that people are passionate about, but yet not figure out, you know, what it is that we're going to be able to, you know, kind of earn a dollar from in terms of a problem we've solved that somebody would pay for. Right. So now, you know, the nirvana would be that I'm passionate about, uh, you know, nutrition, and I have a way to capitalize on that because of some unique uh, uh, experience I've had in my own life, which, you know, I can then, you know, persuade you to, to buy into and have 
the same positive outcome that I got. Okay. That would be wonderful, but but you know, you know, you know, just far too many times that that that's just a dead end road. Okay, great. Another topic that you've you've kind of already brought up is this this topic of failure and how failure is just part of the game as an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. So I, I I kind of wanted to just kind of flesh that out a little bit more. What what should the entrepreneur's mindset be uh, towards failure? <laughs> failure is an everyday occurrence, you know, and you know, uh, you know, life is a series of failures punctuated with an occasional success, and you know, cherish those successes. But I think honestly, and 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 it's fun. Okay, you 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 have to you have to adopt the different mindset. You know, if you like, I just said earlier, if you fail this frequently in your career, you are a surgeon or whatever. You oh. fail this frequently in your career. Yeah. You know, you'd you'd be you know you'd be out of a job. But you know, as an entrepreneur, you're blazing you know uh, new trails. And you're constantly testing, and and you know if you're not constantly testing, you're doing something wrong. You're 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 doomed to a longer term failure, and and we try to things, and you know we we may try something that ultimately someone else will succeed at that we will fail at. And you know I own websites and niches that we've never developed where I've seen people you know sell. Um, uh, uh, you know, much more profitable websites than, than we have, you know, sell them and, you know, we're doing nothing. So, you know, there's a, there's a bit of luck, there's a bit of focus and, you know, you, you, you know, have to be able to capitalize, um, you know, on your good luck and, and, you know, and, 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 and try things, um, and you'll fail at, at, you know, a, a great deal of them. Now, the, the, um, <laughs> The you know, one of the the tenets that I believe in in investing in general is to press your bets. You know, if something's working for you, really double down on it and really you know go go you know kind of all in on it. And so um, you know that works in craps and it works in you know in 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 the business world. Uh, so so you know I'm a big believer in that and you know follow that. And then you know. You know, uh, clearly we spend all spend too much time in our own head. You know, one of the things that I think that career professionals and corporate executives have is there's a lot of feedback in an office environment every day. And, you know, in the online business world, you know, other than reading stuff on blogs and stuff, you don't get that. And so, you know, I think you have to find a community of like minded people. You have to have conversations with mentors and coaches and stuff like that, or you're really you know, severely limiting your opportunity to come up the learning curve quickly because somebody's already experienced what you're trying to do and can can help you cut, you know, help you save time and and uh, money by giving you just advice because they've already done it. Okay. So yeah. that's huge. That's yeah. huge. And that's naturally part of the corporate environment. Uh, and, okay. you know, uh, you can just pick up a call, pick up a phone and dial an extension and get that advice. You know, in the online world or in the entrepreneurial world, you know, way too frequently we forget that that you know, um, you know, whether you have to develop relationships or you have to hire coaches, you know, you ought to do that too. Okay. 
So one of the things I think about when you have a stable office job or you work for a company, you have kind of this structure of support around you. And you were just talking about feedback and there's just, there's, you know, you're on a team with people. Um, and then when you, when you cut out as an entrepreneur, you're, you're kind of moving away from that structure. Um, but I was thinking that, you know, entrepreneurs still need support. Um, and I just, maybe it's more lateral, maybe it's more kind of through your networks or your relationships. Um, what, what kind of networks should people be fostering as they move out on their own? Yeah, look, I, I think, um, you know, there's at least uh, a, a few tiers, you know, um, you know, I, I find it very valuable um, to talk to people to, you know, kind of talk to people that are early in their career, because they're asking questions that maybe, you know, are, are things that I haven't thought about in a while. And so I love, you know, I get a lot. I get a lot of value from from coaching people that are starting, okay. and and I also like to hear and look. Quite frankly, you know, um, you know, if I am blessed and able to cut through the, the 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 you know kind of all of the the chaff for people and help them, then I know that and and you know it, you know it's like a bright light shines through to them, and I know that that. Um, that I've got something that's crystallized. If on the other hand, it's a little bit foggy for me, maybe I should go back and look at it. The peer thing is the next level up. And I think it's highly valuable to kind of share your daily uh, uh, or weekly trials and tribulations with other peers. And, you know, it's not working or it was a horrible week or, you know, keep your chin up um, if you're, you know, if you're hearing that from somebody else. And then, you know, um, I spend way too much money on coaching and, and expert advice. Right. And it not only helps me keep my head in the game, but, um, you know, it also helps me accelerate um, uh, to strategies that will uh, pay off much more rapidly. Right. And, you know, I am a serial buyer of, of expert help and, 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 uh, courses and things like that, and you know, I watch webinars so I go blind, you know, <laughs> in my free in my free time, yeah. because there's just a lot of free value that you can get um, from from various free courses on on things that I'm interested in. Now, look, you can take that to an excess, and you have to actually implement. You can't just always consume yeah. uh, information. You actually have to do something. You have to balance that. And I'm guilty of sometimes substituting too much consumption and not enough, um, not enough implementation. Okay. But um, I, I'm a big investor in you know my own success, and I think I see I see people trying to, you know, uh, a masterminded on their own when they're 60 years old or 40 years old or 50 years old, and there's no reason to believe that they can. They can they can do it in any any you know any uh, uh, period of time that's rational. Right. Uh, you know this is a an ever changing game, right. and so you, you somehow you're going to have to uh, you know kind of get off of a, a, a desktop and get into the game. So right. you know there are people bring you know from a comfortable position of being a career exec or a corporate executive. People you know uh, you know. 
it's uncomfortable being a, an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of reasons not to do something. You're f- afraid or they don't feel like they have enough information or maybe they just haven't found the right person um, to kind of give them that push, you know. So um, there's a lot of good reasons. But, you know, unless you unless you jump into the game, you're, you're, you're never going to you're never going to be able to, to get to the point where you actually can fail on a daily basis. You know, it's almost a blessing to fail on a daily basis because, like I said, if it doesn't put you out of business, it just makes you stronger. Right, right. Ian, that was fantastic. That was really great um, and encouraging <laughs> for me. So, well, uh, you, you know, it, 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 truthfully, um, it's, it's a heck of a lot easier to say today than it was in 2016. And so, you know, um, even now when we have what I would say are horribly, you know, revolutionary things happen and revolutionary, not in a, in a good context, um, you know, you can have perspective to say, you know, um, we've been up and we've been down and, you know, we'll survive and, uh, we'll learn and I think one of the great thing is the great things is that after you have spent some time kind of day in, day out, week in, week out, uh, learning, you get to be resilient. And so um, any way that you can accelerate that, Ryan, you know, through, uh, you know, lateral or uh, lateral uh, relationships or, or, you know, other uh you know, uh, professionals and experts that you can pay to get perspective. Mm-hmm. Anything you can do to do it is, you know, you're ahead of the game. Okay. So I, that, that would be my, my advice would be, you know, expect to fail and think of it the other way around that if you actually don't go out of business, that's a huge win every day. Okay. It's a win to <laughs> yeah. stay in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Ian. And um, we'll see you. We'll see you back here next week. Okay, Ryan, my pleasure. And, uh, you know, have fun out there in Southern California. (laughs) Will do. Okay. All right, folks, there you have it. That wraps up my conversation with Ian Bond of Professional Website Investors. He shared a ton of valuable insights and advice today on how to transition from being an employee to being an entrepreneur. We also shared some tools and resources, which will all be linked up in the show notes at professionalwebsiteinvestors.com. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review in your favorite podcast directory. Until next time, best of luck in all that you do, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Professional Website Investor Podcast.